This is episode 36 of The Chicken Charge with CEO of All-in-One Security, Mary Parker. This is another great cast recorded live at the Atlanta Business League's annual Super Tuesday conference. Mary has an amazing lineup of guests on today's show, beginning with Donna Ennis, director of the Minority Business Development Center, who was also honored as one of Atlanta's 100 influential black women, an honor also bestowed on our host, Mary Parker. Then, Mary highlights Ms. Thomas' successor at Atlanta Technical College, Dr. Victoria Seals. Dr. Seals is a Spelman grad who previously had served as Dean of Academic Affairs for Gwinnett Technical College. Switching gears to medicine, Mary's next guest is Lisa Flagg, Chief Executive Officer of the Fulton DeKalb Hospital Authority, whose mission is to ensure that indigent and medically underserved populations receive quality health care. Another important guest from the world of medicine is Dr. Jane Lippman of the Atlanta Fibroid Center. Dr. Lippman and her husband champion the treatment of uterine fibroids as a non-surgical outpatient procedure that significantly allays women's concerns about fibroid surgery. Mary then turns to the world of style, particularly for professional women, with personal style expert and speaker Morgan Wilder, owner of Wider Style. Then it's on to creative theater with playwright Tawanda Patrick to discuss the Atlanta premiere and production of Dignity the Play about mental health among African-American women. The play has also been greenlit for a television movie. Mary's next guest is Alice Bussey of world-renowned Bussey Florists. Ms. Bussey was the first female president of the Atlanta Business League and founder of ABL's signature event, Super Tuesday. Finally, a very special guest, Leela Foley Davis. In 1972, Ms. Davis, with five babies in tow and on welfare, went door-to-door in Taft, Oklahoma, soliciting votes to become the first African-American female mayor in America. Welcome to the Chicken Charge. All-in-One Security CEO Mary Parker celebrates the success of women in the world of business and in life. Mary's own humble beginnings in rural Mississippi led her to become one of the only African-American females running a multi-million dollar security firm. She is definitely the chick in charge. Here now is Mary Parker. Good morning. Good morning, Atlanta. This is Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security and your host for the Chick in Charge podcast. We are so excited today. And of course, Sarah is with me. I just wanted to know if you were listening. Good Sarah morning. Sarah I am, I, am, I am listening. I'm here. Okay. I mean, it's, there's a lot going on. It's so much going on. There's we are lot. here at the fabulous Atlanta Marriott Marquis yes. downtown with the Atlanta Business League 34th annual Super Tuesday event and today we are celebrating women. It's going to be one great day, the power of the woman. Woo. And we've got with us today our first guest is Miss Donna Anderson. Donna is my friend. I'm not going to tell you a lot about her. She'll do that herself. Thank Hi, you. Donna. Hey, Mary. How are you? Great. Thank you it's for a agreeing to day be, to be here, here today. Really yes. yes, we're going to have fun today. Yes, we aren't are. We? Yes, we are. Okay, Donna. I know. Well, I know you from Atlanta. I know you from being my friend. But I also know you from the programs that you run over at Georgia Tech. Yes. I want you to tell us about that and also tell me, tell us, 
Why did you choose to spend your day here with the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday? Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's a wonderful day to be here in Atlanta. I am Donna Ennis, the director of the Minority Business Development Agency Business Center, uh, known as the MBDA Business Center, um, and the MBDA Advanced Manufacturing Center. We are wow. um, a program, two programs or centers that are have been established to grow and strengthen minority-owned businesses. We've had the Business Center at Georgia Tech for 14 years serving the minority business community and we launched our advanced manufacturing center two years ago. I'm here today. I've been a we have been a partner of the Atlanta Business League for 14 years. We have been involved with Super Tuesday. It is a great place to be to meet powerful women, powerful people. I have my staff here so that they can network and have some professional development. That is wonderful. And Donna, you're also going to be recognized today as one of Atlanta's 100 most influential black women. Well, I'm humbled by so that. that you, Thank that you is, so much. It's definitely humility. Thank you. And Donna, what are some of the things that you know we can tell our listening audience who are not here uh, what they can expect today? Well, they can expect a, um, a day full of meeting, uh, not only women, but men too, who come to celebrate and learn about uh, business and uh, capital and personal development. Uh, I think for me, connections, uh, networking, uh, as I mentioned before, professional development is, is the key to being here today. And so much is offered. Women, business owners, yes. anyone attending. Yes, and it's not just business owners. You have some of the most powerful women in nonprofits. Uh, you have people in uh, public service at, at, at the city level. So you just get an opportunity to really uh, uh, meet and network and connect with uh, a number of individuals. So this is just one great day here at the magnificent Marriott Marquis Hotel. As one great day, the power of the woman. Donna, thank you so much for joining us this morning. And thank you, I Mary. know your history. Yes. You've done some tr tremendous things you, for Mary. the businesses here in thank Atlanta. You. Thank you. So we wish you well and continued success. Thank you so how much. How can, if anyone wanted to reach you, how can they reach you? They can, they can reach us um, by going to mbdaatlanta.org, uh, uh, mbdaatlanta.org slash Atlanta. Thank you. Again, mm -hmm. that is mbda.org. mbdaatlanta.org. mbdaatlanta.org yes, yes. in order to reach Donna Ennis. Yes. Donna, thank you so much, You're and welcome. I will see you throughout the day. All right. Thank you. So, again, thank you so much for joining us today. The, the Chick in Charge podcast, and we certainly hope that you will uh, uh, share this, this moment with your friends and colleagues as well. You're not here with us, but you can join us and get more tips about the go happenings and going on here at uh, the Marriott Marquis with the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday 34th Annual um, Celebration. Yeah, <laughs> Fantastic, Mary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. You don't have to leave, but we're going to sign off just for a moment. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Good morning. This is Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security and the host of the Chick in Charge podcast. And I've got with me this morning, Miss Sarah Smith of Solution Road, and Porter's over here taking care of us as well. Good morning, Mary. Good I'm morning, very excited Sarah. about about our guest. 
Oh, Dr. Alvita Thomas. I mean, she is a serious chick in charge. She's amazing and, and we so are going, beautiful. And we are going straight to her right now. Dr. Alvita Thomas is, I knew her during her 20 years stay at the at Atlanta Technical College. That's correct. And she has since moved on to yes. the Southern Crescent College. And we were chatting a few minutes before uh, coming on the air and I'm just so proud of you for taking that leap of faith. Yes. You know, because sometimes we stay places too long mm -hmm. and we don't have as many challenges. That's right. And it's our challenges that help us grow, right? It help us grow Yeah. tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. So we are here today broadcasting live from Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday. This is the 34th year anniversary. And the theme today, yes, you've got it. It is one great day. It is one great day and it is the power of woman. And we're going to interview Dr. Alvita Thomas. Dr. Alvita Thomas, go ahead. You don't need any more introduction around Atlanta. <laughs> So thank you very much, um, and I'm sitting here with great chicks in charge, and mm. always being being amongst chicks in charge. We is love it. Really awesome, and that's kind of what today is all about, isn't it? Oh my God! Being around a lot of chicks who are in charge at various levels, owning their own businesses, right. sitting at the corporate table, and so it's a wonderful connection, I think, for women all over. And so I come every year to this event to celebrate women um, and women who are doing powerful, wonderful things for the community. And at the end of the day, it really is all about service, right. isn't it? It's about right. serving others. Yeah. And so um, being the president of Atlanta Technical College for 10 years, um, vice president there before, all of my experience was at that one college and it was a wonderful experience we helped a lot of students um, I still see my students doing amazing things in the community um, and going to work but I think it was important for me to expand my horizons okay. and move on and so I joined Southern Crescent Technical College um, my boss called me one day out of the blue and said I have an opportunity for you and I said, well, let me think about taking it, and um, the rest is history. That's fantastic. Um, two years now I've been there. Great. I was so proud of yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you. What do you like about being there? So in Atlanta, I serve a smaller, more homogeneous community. And so primarily Fulton County and, yeah. and Clayton County. Yeah. With Southern Crescent Technical College, I serve eight counties. Wow. Eight counties. Um, with an enrollment of 5,000 students. Wow. Um, and so it's been incredible for me. And then, and then I serve urban and rural counties, more affluent counties and less affluent counties. And so I have a very diverse population of students, right. both culturally, um, economically, gender, economically yeah. particularly economically. Right. I mean, some in some of our um, counties that we serve, internet is even difficult to get. Right. Yeah. And right. so the support systems that we have for students are obviously very, very different. But our students are, are successful. We are um, leading a state in percentage increase of graduates in our system. And so we're very excited about our numbers. We've increased enrollment. Um, each term, so we're extremely excited about about the work that we're doing. You know, that's cool. excellent. I think also uh, one thing that would attribute to some of that growth is the fact that all students 
young people are not going to traditional college. They're not. And mm -hmm. I absolutely love working with the technical colleges mm -hmm. because you get such a variety you do. of you experiences do. when they come out. And I know our company, All in One Security, we've partnered with Atlanta Tech, yes, Tech for years mm -hmm. and we love it. I just said to uh, Dr. Alvita, we've got to get over to Southern Crescent yes, as well yes. because once we have partnerships with individuals like yourself, they're so valuable, mm -hmm. and we definitely don't want to lose that. You know, one of the things I would like for you to address, I know that you in, you talked about the increase in student population. How much of that is increased by women? Mm. And that's one question. Part two of that question, are you seeing more mature women re-entering or entering technical college mm -hmm. these days? So that's a very, very good question. And my answer on the uh, for the latter question, I'll take that one first, um, I think we're seeing, actually, it's going the opposite direction because our colleges typically serve a more mature population. But what we're finding now is that we're getting a younger and younger student. So our, our younger population is increasing at a much faster rate than our traditional population. That's good. And so we're, we're going to work very hard to um, make sure that... Um, um, we address that and continue to reach out to the traditional population. Okay, well that is wonderful. Well, we're planning to have one great day here with the Atlanta Business Absolutely. League Super Tuesday. And uh, because this is a season, this is a time of women power. And I'm so very, very proud of you. Thank you so much for agreeing to be here. We're going to continue this interview. However, we just got noticed that we are being called on stage right now to be recognized okay, as awesome. one of Atlanta's 100, 100 most influential women. So thank you. Let's go get our recognition and we'll be back. Woo. So stay tuned, listening audience. Good morning. Mary Parker back with you. I'm CEO at All-in-One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. We are here today at the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday. It's their 34th year anniversary and we are celebrating one great day, the power of the woman. And you know what? We've got some Chick in Charge down here today. If you're not at the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday event, you are missing one magnificent event. And we're interviewing throughout the day, and with us we have Dr. Seals. Dr. Seals is the president of two years now at the Atlanta Technical College. Dr. Seals, come on in and just tell us a little bit about you, and I'm gonna ask you some very pointed questions about your student body and the things you're doing over at Tech. Well, good morning, and thank you for having me. Uh, as you said, I'm now the president of Atlanta Technical College for nearly two years. I've been a part of the technical college system for almost 20 years, so I'm excited uh, to be here in Atlanta to have great partnerships such as the Atlanta Business League and being able to continue to impact the metro region. So thank you for having me this morning. Uh, we're excited to have you at the Tech campus, as well, at uh, Atlanta Technical College campus as well. Uh, we've had relationships, all-in-one security, we've had relationships with you guys for years. And I just said to your assistant, Adam, that I've got to get back over there so we can re-engage ourselves with the students there. We are looking for interns. So with that, uh, what would you say to some of the women business owners about utilizing the services and resources of your school? 
Well, thank you, and we look forward to welcoming you to campus, and I will personally tour you to, on campus oh, when you come. Oh, love that, love that. Uh, and I'm, we're always telling our business partners, as well as entrepreneurs in the city, that we are here, we're your resource as an institution. So in addition to providing internships for our students, uh, we help support businesses by providing their workforce. We also uh, administer the tax credits. A lot of business owners don't know that when they hire a certain number of employees, they qualify for tax credits. And thank you so much for saying that. Can you elaborate just a little bit on that? Because we earned our tax credits every time we had one of your students. Exactly. So when a business hires a certain number of employees, they are uh, eligible for tax credits on their income taxes. And the college staff help to uh, process those, those credits for them. And so it's a, a great incentive for businesses to help retain businesses in our metro region, as well as to help them grow. So a lot of our women here at the great One Great Day are business owners, and as they continue to grow their business, there's benefit to adding employees and being able to help sustain the metro region. Absolutely, and is there a particular size standard that a business needs to be in order to utilize the workforce that you're speaking of? It varies. There are certain thresholds for small businesses, medium businesses, as well as large businesses in terms of how many jobs they're, they're adding. And so normally, if they're adding anywhere from 20 to 50 jobs, they may qualify for some of those credits. Oh, very good. I've got to get with my CPA and our HR director to find out who is still utilizing those credits because yes. they're great. Yes, we'll uh, make sure our staff assists you as needed. Thank you. Again, we have Dr. Seals from the Atlanta Technical College with us, and we are broadcasting live today at the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday. One great day, the power of woman. Dr. Seals. What are some of the things you would like to say to our listening audience today? Well, I think the main thing that I'd like the audience to know about Atlanta Technical College is that we truly are a resource for the community and that our goal and our mission is workforce development. And we want to ensure that uh, all of our communities participate in economic mobility, that our students may come to us from an average household income of less than 25000 and most of our programs, once they graduate and are employed, they're able to elevate it in the 50, 60, even $70,000 range. And so that's a big difference maker for the individuals, but also for their families. And so we truly are in the business of helping to empower generations. As a first generation college student myself, I fully understand the impact that education and training can have and just really uh, resetting the tone for a full family of full generations to come. And so, just again, just making sure that they understand we're there, we're a resource, and we're here to help connect those individuals to some great job opportunities that are here in the city. Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, tell me, do you have an entrepreneurial training program there as well? Yes. That's what I want to work with you <laughs> Yes, please okay. do. Yes, we have a great entrepreneurship program, and the, the beauty of it is that it can pair with any of our programs. So whether they're in culinary or accounting or any of our skilled trades, we package that so that they learn how to manage their brand, but also how to launch their own businesses. And we are standing up a center to help support those businesses so that students can thrive as they continue to grow and try to grow their businesses. So we are excited to support entrepreneurs as well as our veterans. We're, I have a passion 
for veterans. I missed my calling for the military. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a great passion for that. And so we're also standing up an office of Veterans Affairs to better serve the veterans in our area. Wonderful. Dr. Seals, you, are, you and your team are doing a fantastic job over at the Atlanta Technical College. We're so proud of you and what you're doing. And we're so proud to have an institution such as that within our community because so many people today are finding themselves when we look at our, our more mature audience or students and then many students are not necessarily wanting to have that traditional uh, college learning and so your school along with some of the other tech colleges are really really offering some great programs over there and we appreciate all that you're doing so why did you spend, why did you choose to spend today at the Atlanta Business League tell me about that well, one of the first partnerships that I was assessing when I got to the college was the Atlanta Business League great. in terms of looking at if we would maintain our connection. And basically, it was just a great value uh, value add for the college. Uh, they've been a great partner. We've hosted several of their seminars on campus. And so the Atlanta Business League, is, as a partnership, has really been a key part of my uh, tenure so far at the college and I look forward to this event each year to celebrate uh, great women in the city but also to celebrate the great work that the Atlanta Business League is doing. Dr. Sills, thank you so much and we, we are honored to celebrate you today as one of Atlanta's 100 most influential black women. Keep up the good work. God bless you and all that you're doing over there and we're delighted to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, and congratulations to you as well. Thank you, thank you. So as you can hear, audience, we've got some fantastic, powerful chicks in charge here at the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday event. If you haven't come out, we've still got time, lots of room, lots of fun, and lots of activities. We'll look for you. We're signing off for now, but we're not gone. We're going to be here all day, so stay tuned. Be right back. Good morning. I'm Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. We're so happy to be back and I've got Sarah Smith, Solution Roads, with me. And of course, you know, Port is here as well. Woohoo! And Sarah, did you want to say anything right oh, now? Oh, Mary, I'm really excited to be here and I wanted to congratulate you on being honored at Super Tuesday. It's well, amazing. Well, thank you very much. Good Super for you. Tuesday is a big deal. It is a big deal for the African-American community and uh, women in particular. Right. At 34 years is when this particular event was founded by Alice Budsey and some other team members of the Atlanta Business League. And we're so excited that we can actually look back and look on some of the achievements of super, super women. And with us today, we have one of those ladies. I know. We've got Lisa Flagg, who is uh, over the Fulton the DeKalb Fulton Hospital Authority. De we are owners of the Grady Health System. Yes, yes, yes. And, and you're doing a fantastic job over there, Lisa. Thank you. So I, you need no introduction. Oh, We're yeah. just going to let all these phenomenal women here. Amazing. Oh my God. Isn't yeah, it a great day for women amazing. here at the Atlanta Business yes. League today? 
Leona, the team, and the league are just doing a yes. remarkable job. Well, uh, well Leona her in and of herself is yes. a phenomenal woman. She is. Definitely a chicken charge, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what you do uh, in your role. Well, I'm the CEO of the Authority, and one of our main responsibilities is to oversee certain operations of the hospital. While we are not involved in a daily operation, we, we still have oversight responsibilities. But even more importantly, our role is to bring health resources to the community. And we've been doing that now for about seven years. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, I remember when you came, I remember when you became the CEO. It seems yesterday. It does, but it's been a while. And you yes. know what I said? Now that role, that position, definitely requires mm -hmm a chicken charge and you are walking it out. Well, I appreciate that, but I can't yep. take all the credit. I have a wonderful team. And I mean, believe it or not, out of 11 of us, 10 of us are women. Yeah. Yay. Wonderful. And, you know, Congratulations. And absolutely. And kudos to the board that saw a need to incorporate women yep. into leadership positions. Yep. And so, like Atlanta Business League, they do recognize the achievements of women and the critical nature of having women at the yep. table. I wanted to ask you something, if I could jump in. Sure, please. Um, a lot of people don't know this or, or don't understand this, but um, we have big events like the Super Bowl and things like that that come in to the city yeah. and into the state and drive economic development. And without the Fulton DeKalb Hospital Authority, we wouldn't win those bids. We wouldn't be able to host those events because Grady has a level, is it a level three? One. Level one level trauma. One. Yes. Okay, Absolutely. level one trauma Absolutely. center. Thank you, thank you. But I would love to hear, because that's, that's not something that people talk about a lot, um, about the role of economic development for the community through your organization. Well, absolutely, and again, I'll, I'll give all credit uh, to Grady Health System and the leadership there who recognizes that their presence is important when it comes to economic development. Crucial. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Because no one wants to move their business to a state where they don't think their employees will be protected and have quality health care. Yep. And so that is um, important that Grady has that position. It's uh, amazing. In and it's Grady an amazing has a system. huge reputation across the country and the world as Absolutely. well. So uh, what would you say to um, women-owned businesses? It's all about women today, yes. no pun intended, because men, we love you as well. Yes. But what would you say to the women in terms of doing business with with uh, Fulton DeKalb Hospital? Well, first thing I would just say, let us connect with you. Okay, well, I mean, we're you, doing that. Yes, let us <laughs> connect with you. Uh, we do have a vendor database that we do maintain, and so we always welcome people to come to our website, cool. which is www.thefdha.org. And so we like to maintain uh, vendors that we can utilize. I mean, we have events all throughout the year. Now, in terms of the hospital, we are always happy to connect the hospital with vendors, and we encourage all of those lovely ladies out there to make sure they connect with the FDHA to help facilitate that right, process. Right, right, right. That That's is, fantastic. That is fantastic. Uh, and I want to reiterate what you just said. Ladies, she's encouraging you to contact their website, look at their procurement opportunities. They want to do business with us, but Absolutely. we have to connect with them and show them what we do and how they can do business with us. So don't be shy. Step up and speak up and make sure you are recognized 
as a chick in charge. Yes. And this yep. is a timely conversation because we were just talking about building our vendor database because a lot of times we have events and we're like, oh my gosh, we only have one person to call. Right. They're not available. Right. So oh. there are tremendous opportunities available. We just need you to go to that website or, or call the organization. Very good. I pick up the phone, trust me. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> yeah, I how I operate. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's how I operate as well. You know, Mayor Shirley Franklin, when she was in office, offered a challenge. She was speaking at a luncheon or some women's affair. And what she said was women say they are aggressive, but we're really not. She said women say that we are assertive, but we're really not. Yes. She offered an opportunity for the businesswomen in that room to come to stage, say who they were, give their elevator speech, and everyone sat there. I actually sat to give them an opportunity to go up. and. Christ, I wasn't shy about going up, so that's one of the things that I want to encourage the women is to listen to what you're being, what's being told you and then respond accordingly. The information is available. She's giving you the website. You can call on the organization. Make yourself visible. Be assertive and let people know that you are a chicken charge and it's the posture that you take about doing business, the way you do business, and just as importantly, the impact that you have on our community and with your business as it relates to economic development. Well, if I so can jump important. in for a minute, I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity. You and the Atlanta Business League helping to give women a voice. And so when I saw you over here, I said, wow, I can't believe this is actually happening here today. So thank you for this. And I mean, thank you for that. You know, Sarah is an excellent partner. Mm -hmm. One of the things we decided when we began to work on our marketing plan for the podcast was to make sure where there were women conferences, where women were present, that we would be present as well because we want the community to know more of you. Uh, and we can't always get to everything, but I, I believe the podcast is another vehicle, another format that we can use to introduce some of those powerful women and men. You know, so it's, it's a good oh, thing. Absolutely. And thank you. We and thank you, Atlanta <laughs> Business League. I will thank the yes. chair of our board, Mr. Tommy Dorch. Yes, who also finds opportunities to make sure that women are at the table. Yes, so we he does. Tommy that. is the best. Absolutely. <laughs> he really is. Yes, yeah. yes. Is there anything else you would like to add? I think you're pretty much covered it all. I just can't thank you enough. Well, thank you for that. We are we're excited. So nice. You and Sarah. Sarah, yeah. thank you. It's so my pleasure, and I'm so happy yes. that I got to see you today. You as well. Yes, and congratulations again on being honored today as one of Atlanta's 100 thank most you. influential congratulations. women. Congratulations. Much congratulations. Yes, thank and you. Congratulations so to all the women here yes, today. Yes, absolutely. And those who couldn't be here today. Yes, indeed. Okay, well, uh, ladies, again, I have to give a plug. You still have time to get here. There's some Come great things going on. The, the um, breakout sessions are starting now. I actually will be hosting one in about another. What's the What's the session called that you're hosting? Uh, the one I am hosting is called Boss Moves. Oh. Making Boss Moves. <laughs> ah, I we'll love to be there at that one. Yes. I'm coming. I gotta we watch will that. talk more about that one. Mm -hmm after the after the love um, after the workshop 
Very we'll good. We'll talk about that workshop on the next section of wow, the Wow, that's podcast. a huge treat. I'm ready for that. Me yes, too. Yes, that one's yes. going to be great. We're looking forward to it. So, again, thank you so much. We'll be in touch with you. And I have some young people that I'll be sending to the website. Oh, wonderful. As well as business owners. You know, and I'm always too. open to meeting with young people. Send them to sit down and chat. I will bring yes. them. That's fantastic. I will bring them to sit down Excellent. and chat with you. You're, you're on. You're Thank on. you. Do you have a card? I do. I do. Okay. It's all good, Mary. All right. So all any, good. anyway, <laughs> we're still live here. We are networking. At the Atlanta Business League celebrating Super Tuesday, 34th year anniversary. And today is one great day, the power of woman. Woo. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Good morning, I'm Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. We are recording live today at the magnificent Atlanta Marriott Marquis Hotel with Atlanta Business League celebrating 34 years of women. Super Tuesday, today is no different. It is one great day of women power. So I have Sarah Smith with me, my co-host, and of course, Port's always in the background, making sure that we're sounded and proper. And I'm so excited because we have with us today, Jane Lippman. And Jane's husband, and you work with your husband. Jane's husband is Dr. John C. Lippman, and they are the Atlanta Fibroid Center. We're going to talk about a very interesting topic today, and I know that you're going to share lots of information. So, Jane, if you would, just chime right in and tell us a little bit about you and what you guys are doing over at the Fibroid Center. Well, we're really happy to be here today. I'm seeing so many familiar faces and former patients, I should say. I won't give any names, but... Um, Atlanta Fibroid Center is a wonderful option for women who are suffering with uterine fibroids and who just do not want surgery. We provide a non-surgical and outpatient um, treatment called UFE, otherwise known as uterine fibroid embolization. My husband, Dr. John Littman, has been performing this procedure on an outpatient basis for over 23 years. Wow. And um, the take-home message for all women suffering or for your friends or family members is that they do not need surgery. They do not need hysterectomy or myomectomy. Um, fibroids can be very successfully treated on an outpatient, same-day basis wow, with that this is procedure. Great to know. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. You know, um, two years ago, my daughter was suffering with uh, low blood all the time for five months. Yes. Yeah. And she got as low as a six. Wow. And you know, that's dangerous, dangerously low. Mm -hmm. And it's because she had these hidden fibroids that were soaking up and sucking up all of her blood. So what would you say to women who are having issues with their cycles or, you know, with some other things, what can they look for in terms of identifying whether or not it could be fibroid tumors? Yes, well, definitely the most common symptoms of uterine fibroids, or I should say symptomatic uterine fibroids, is heavy bleeding during the cycle. Um, women who are bleeding usually more than five days a month, and they some of our patients bleed up to 20 days a month, believe it or not, so the super heavy bleeding. 
also anemia, as you pointed out, and that can be a real, um, a real drain on a woman's schedule and um, just certainly on her energy. Um, and then also, you know, bloating, the, uh, the looking pregnant without being pregnant uh, situation. Fibroids can be anywhere from the size of a grape to the size of a cantaloupe. And so they can really fill up a woman's uterus and make her look extremely bloated and make her feel a lot of pain because um, they are pressing on, you know, vital organs, um, urinary frequency. There's just so many uh, different signals that something is up, but um, typically fibroids are diagnosed uh, by an OBGYN in the office using an ultrasound. Um, and at that point, they're uh, the patient is typically uh, faced with um, either having surgery or hopefully they can find us or at least know about us in the back of their mind because we can offer the non-surgical solution, UFE, which treats all the fibroids in a woman's uterus. That is really, really great to know. And so, um, how, you know, I just have so many questions as it relates to women's health, mm -hmm. and uh, especially many of the younger women. Yes. Um, are there any, is there anything that you can, that, do they just come? Is there a way that they can prevent them? Talk about that. It's a great question, and we get this question so often. Unfortunately, the cause of fibroids is really not known. But what we do know is that there is definitely a hereditary factor. Um, unfortunately, African-American women are usually about three times more likely to have fibroids. And the reason is somewhat unknown. However, we do know that fibroids are fed with estrogen. So. Um, foods that are high in estrogen, uh, which would be your red meat, um, chicken that isn't uh, free-range chicken, that type of thing, and certainly a lot of the junk foods are, are pumped high in, in estrogen, so we want to avoid those foods. Um, but, you know, um, other than that, they just unfortunately, believe it or not, you know, considering the fact that up to 80% of African-American women will have fibroids and probably 50 to 60 percent of them will be symptomatic fibroids that may need treatment, um, we still don't really know what the cause is, and, and that is sad, um, but we do have the solution, and we have the solution that enables women to keep all of their parts. They do not have to have the major surgery and lose their uterus or undergo multiple myomectomies, uh, which typically just set a woman up for the next myomectomy because they really are only able to take out the largest uh, fibroids during a myomectomy. The UFE treats all the fibroids and um, the, the whole idea with this treatment is to uh, close off the blood supply that the fibroids have set up inside the woman's body. Um, fibroids are, are very, very good at setting up their own blood supply. It's kind of like a root system. So if you think about it, the UFE treatment involves going in and finding the central arteries and closing off the arteries that the fibroids have um, set up for themselves, the, the, the blood supply, which is vital to their survival. Once that blood supply is closed off during the UFE treatment, um, the, fi the fibroids will start to uh, soften, liquefy, and shrink up, and symptoms go away as that happens. Wow, we're, we're definitely going to call you back because Fantastic. we are in the process of planning a women's health series. Oh, and we're going to be talking about the fibroid tumors and you know, menopause and all the things right. that affect our health, but it also affect our performance in the workplace mm -hmm. as well. 
So, um, another question that I have in reference to the uh, fibroid, but before I to ask the question, I've got to say here that you are definitely the first chick in charge <laughs> that I've met as it relates to fibroid anything. So thank you so much for being so astute and sharing that information with us. So the Atlanta Business League, we're celebrating primarily African-American women. You're here joining us today. How did you hear about the league and how? what role are you participating? Well, the Atlanta Business League um, was something that uh, the organization that my husband got involved with probably at least 10 years ago. Um, and he has enjoyed so many of their programs. And about three years ago, uh, when I be became more involved in the practice, um, I started coming to all the meetings. And there are so many women here, and I've, I've just grown to know so many of them. I've attended many of their educational programs and have always found um, them very helpful, as well as the connections that I have made. But even most importantly, the friendships, I think. Um, That's wonderful. The Atlanta Business League truly penetrates um, business in Atlanta, and they find out about everything, and then they post it, and then it's, it's so beneficial for businesses like ours who want to connect. We seek to connect with women just to let them know and to educate them on this fibroid problem because there are so many questions, um, as you know. Yeah. The Atlanta Business League has been wonderful, a wonderful connection for us. Well, we absolutely love the Atlanta Business League. When I moved to Atlanta 26 years ago, started my business about that time, uh, one of the first organizations I was introduced to was the Atlanta Business League. And then, of course, the next was the Atlanta City Hall, and I fulfilled both. But it is a great day here at uh, the magnificent Marriott Marquis Hotel. And uh, again, we are talking with, uh, with Jane Lipman of the Fibroid Center, and she's sharing very valuable information. So if you have questions about your health as it relates to your monthly cycle, if it seems to you that it's out of order and that you're bleeding a lot heavier than you should, please don't hesitate to reach out to Dr. Lipman at the Atlanta Fibroid Center. Would you please tell our audience how they can reach you? Sure, absolutely. Uh, our direct phone number, if you'd like to make an appointment, is 770-953-2600. That's again, 770-953-2600. And our website is www.atlii.com. Very nice. Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. The information Thanks is invaluable, me. and I hope you will stick around all day and continue to enjoy the events that's going on here. I am. I'm getting right Tuesday. back to the seminars right okay, now. Okay, <laughs> very good. Thank you again, Thanks, and we're so proud that you've shared the information. And it is a great day here in Atlanta, Georgia. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. you. You don't have to leave. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Good morning. I'm Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security Services and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. We're recording live with the Atlanta Business League's 34th year of Super Tuesday here at the magnificent Atlanta Marquee, Marriott Marquee. Yeah, so thank you so much for being with us. We are so excited. There's so much going on here today, all kinds of conferences and 
I've got Sarah with me. Hi, Sarah Mary. Smith is here. And Sarah's really going to help with this interview. I am as really interested. With, mm -hmm. As we're talking with Morgan. So take it from here, Sarah. Today we're, we're sitting with Morgan Wider. She's a personal style expert and speaker, and she has her own company called Wider Style. And what I want to know is, um, how did you decide that you were going to be a stylist? And are you a stylist in the traditional sense? Or is there something about you that is a little different? <laughs> That's a great question. I spent 10 years working in corporate merchandising. Okay. So that's how I'm a little bit different than other stylists. And I have to say something, too. You look adorable. Absolutely. Thank you. Also, and if, if you guys check out our, um, our Twitter feed, you're going to see Mary, who is Miss Mary's always, always fierce. Yes. Fierce. Oh, my God. That's such a fierce, good word. That's fierce, such a good fierce. word. She yes. looks spectacular. <laughs> always. With well, I'm so happy to have your approval today, girls. Love. Love. You look amazing. Always. <laughs> I said to Sarah earlier, there's always a story with everything we talk about when yeah. we're talking about Mary Parker. Yep. But we today, we're going to talk about you because we want some expert tips on how we can look even better with what we have. Oh, that's that's what I love to talk about. There I think, um, Sarah, one of the things that I love doing as a stylist is talking talking to professional women. That's how I'm a little bit different than, than your normal stylist with who does the celebrities in the photo shoots. Right, it's really right, about right. everyday women walking into your closet and loving what you're wearing and coming to conferences like this and feeling good, wearing right. color, standing out, not blending color. in. Yeah, a lot of women play it safe with black. I do, I do, and I have to, like, even today, this is a little bit more for me, which is... Which is the light gray is a little... Oh, I mean, right, I know, I know. And even Mary saw me, she's like, oh, Sarah, you're not wearing black. <laughs> but, right, and that's good, though. Like, you can still look professional and not be having to rely she, on yeah, black. Yeah, she's influencing me. She's I'm good. slowly trying to Wonderful. get some you're, more you're, color. You're doing great. Yeah, and I, I also <laughs> think, you know, when we're, when we're looking at our styles, it, whatever compliments, compliments you and you're comfortable with. I had a black, all black closet at one time and it's hard to get rid of because black goes with everything right. all the time. But now I've become very, very deliberate. I wear color yeah. and it's some type of color. Today I don't, I'm not, it's not enough color for me. I love it. But she's wearing, a, wearing, she's wearing a muted gold, which right. is really soft and lovely and tortoiseshell glasses, which are hot. Thanks so. to Lorraine Cochran yep. with Lo Louise love Lorraine it. Design. They love, 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 love. And it's really about wearing black <laughs> consciously and knowing why you're wearing black. Right, Don't wear black right. to blend in. I had a client who was an uh, only female black IT consultant, and she called me and said I was wearing black because I was wanting to blend in and not be noticed. Ooh. And so those are kind of things yeah. that subconsciously that, that we do as women. Yeah. We, we, we wear the clothes that are too baggy because we don't like our weight and we don't want to be seen or we, we don't want to think that we need to buy new clothes or we wear clothes that are too tight because we're in denial about our weight gain. It's really about owning who you are in the moment and dressing for that and seeing the world that you invest in yourself. And that's what this conference is about is investing in your business and who you are and that goes to your wardrobe as well. What do you think a, a woman who's comfortable in her clothes exudes? She commands investment. She commands that I invested in myself, right. I invested in my wardrobe, and you're gonna invest in me, whether it's in my business or whether it's in my personal development as my boss, you know that I'm taking control of my destiny in some ways because first impressions, 55% of first impressions are what you wear. Right. So if you can control what you wear, you can control a lot of the narrative that people are thinking about you. Amazing. That's an excellent point. Excellent amazing, point. Amazing. I remember, I mentor a lot of uh, women in security. 
and they wore the dark colors not so much for uh, the uh, the positive impact, but it was because they didn't want to be seen right. as being different. But it's the differences that we have that that we bring Absolutely. to the table, that we bring to the table that make us even more unique. I talk about conversation starters. So if you're going on an interview or if you're going to a networking event, yes. conversation starter, something yes. that someone will come up to you and say, I love your necklace or I yeah, love your blouse. Right. If you're an introvert, you don't have to then go up to talk to someone because they're going to come oh to God, you. Oh my God, that's so interesting. That's, yeah. Strategic jewelry. Strategic yes. jewelry, strategic yeah. color makes your life easier. Mary, you were t telling a, a story about how you went to a meeting with I think it was a pretty important meeting um, with all men, and she wore a red dress. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And if you'll notice, if you'll notice, <laughs> yep. uh, most times you see me, I've got some splash of red somewhere. Gorgeous, absolutely. And, and I love that because it's power. And typically, the most red they will guys will have on in a meeting is going to be a red tie, right? A or blue tie, square, yeah. you know. So we and pocket square. So we always know and know how to counter those things and. We can't be shy about it, though. Once no. you put it on, you've got to walk it out But once out you put it on, confidence. you feel it. You know, yes. it's instant almost. It's like your suit of yes, armor. And absolutely. And, and yeah. She calls way. it her suit of armor. There you go. Yeah. Right, especially in security. Yes. Amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. Well, thanks Amazing. for bringing that point back to I us. I love that story. Yeah. I don't remember the whole thing, but I, I remember when you told me that story, and all I could see was the door opening and you walking through the through the door yeah. with the boom, 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 red dress. And you just kind of stand there, <laughs> take command, take, but as you said, command. make sure they notice. Make sure they notice. May, because they, they know that. the psychological impacts of the colors <gasps> make sure as well. They notice. Yes. Be yeah. comfortable being noticed. Yes, be absolutely. How can yeah. people find you? You can find me on my website, which is whiterstyle.com. So like longer, bigger, and wider, W-I-D-R-S-T-Y-L-E.com. And I have to tell you folks, you can't see this lovely lady, but she is really understated, very tasteful, and lovely. Oh, so you, um, you're so welcome. You are. Yes. You are. Um, if um, if you need some help. Very subtle. Yep, and subtle. Yes. She's got it. Um, go and, and, and definitely look at widerstyle.com. Yes, I, and I'm going to follow up with you as well because to. I'm sure I could utilize your services. I've been following <laughs> you and yours, Mary. You are just amazing. Thank I you for it. having me. I love what me. I do. I love people. I love people like yourself. So I want you to continue to enjoy yourself here at the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday event. Ooh. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a wonderful interview. Thank we'll be you. in touch. Love. Thank you for listening. We are not gone. We're just signing off for a moment, but stay tuned. Good afternoon, I'm Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast, along with my co-host, Miss Sarah Smith of Solution Roads, and Port, our sound guy. Ooh. Sarah, you're on. Hey, Port. I was sitting here just chatting with our, our guest, and um, she is a playwright, and I would just love if you would you know, introduce yourself and tell us the name of your play and what its focus is because you were talking to me about this and I, I just really want to dive right in. Awesome, awesome. Thank you guys for having me. My name is Tawanda Kilpatrick. I am a playwright, screenwriter, and producer. The name of this play is Dignity the Play. 
and Dignity is a play about mental illness for African-American women. And we are really, really excited about it because Dignity has also been greenlit for a made-for-TV movie um, that we're going to start working on in December. That's wonderful. Oh, that is wonderful. Tawanda, mm -hmm. you never cease to amaze me. Amazing. And she just reminded me a few moments ago that I was one of the sponsors of her very first show. Yes. And that was, what, wow. 10, 15 years ago? Yes. Can a hoochie become first lady? Yes. Can a hoochie become first lady? And it was off the chain. Love. Oh, my God. I think chain. we need to bring that back. I think we should. Yeah. Well, we're actually working on that, too, as a Oh, my movie. God. Oh, wonderful. Love it. Wonderful. What Love part it. will I play? Oh, I, I think I you should be the first, first lady. lady. I think that would be great. Oh, that would be nice. Are you going to wear the glasses? Of course. Oh, yeah. We will wear the glasses. Absolutely. The We're going to get charge. some for you as well. Awesome. You yep. can rock these. Yep. So go ahead and, and tell us a little bit more about the movie. Well, this uh, the, play. Well, the, play. The, play. The, the play is going to uh, air November the 9th. And I partnered up with a new studio in Norcross, Georgia okay. called Live Canvas Studio studio okay and live canvas this is going to be their grand opening as well as we are going to also be live screaming gotcha so we're going to live cool. stream to uh, smart tv to your phones to your computers Wonderful. so this is a great opportunity for me to play the whole cast and my cast is not just everybody is actors but we're introducing some new actors great i have an awesome director nikki bugs who has an awesome resume, but the cast members are these amazing eight African-American women. I have two narrators that's gonna be a part of this production. And we're gonna tell this story about mental illness in the African-American community with, with women. Um, a lot of times we hide behind the door. We don't want to talk about the illness that we have. Right. And so we're gonna entertain and educate at the same time. Mental illness is coming more and more to the forefront, but I still think that people are incredibly judgmental and it is nowhere near being something that is accepted in general. Right. And that makes me sad, but I think something like this is really helpful to moving it more into the mainstream so we can try to shed that. Yeah, and, and I think the more we talk about it, we've had several guests on, on our podcast talking about mental illness. Right. And it is so present. Yes. It is so real. And you know what? It affects every community yep. and many homes. Yes. Exactly. And I know my own self personally. You know, I was not surprised when a very, very close family member was diagnosed with bipolar and uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. I wasn't surprised. We've been talking with her for years about getting some counseling. Right. And the first treatment, that's what she was diagnosed wow. with. Wow. Because wow. I knew there was a chemical imbalance. Right. And you're right, it's a taboo. It especially is. in the African-American community. Mm -hmm. Because growing up, if you were not normal, as we see normal, right. then you were crazy. And no one wanted to go into the asylums. Right. You know, there was exactly. nothing beauty, right. or it didn't even. There was not even health issues discussed around right. mental illness. But it's a huge, huge uh, gap within our society as it relates to African American, and even the more so with African American women. Yes. Tawanda, in your play, um, what is the what is the focus? What's the main message if I was if I was thinking mental health that I would get from your play? Stop being silent. 
Ooh, okay. And Stop the silence. Stop the silence. That's wow. what we want to get out. Talk wow. about it and do something right. and get some help. And the reason why I chose the title Dignity is because um, Dignity, as African-American women, they're just so dignified. Yes. They're dressed wow. to perfection and to they cover hair, up a lot of that. In place. Yes. But then we're going to go behind that. We're going to take the layers off so that people can actually see. And what I like about these women is they are they are putting some of their own uh, experience in the show, which yep. is really making it something that everybody would feel. I think everybody coming would be able to say, that's me or that's me, or they can take something Something relatable yeah. to right. everyone. Exactly. You yeah. know, it's just so, in well, maybe this is not interesting, I don't know. Um, I'm looking at my phone and then I just see Kate Spade at um, the bottom. Wow. Kate Spade. Such a talented, oh, yes. amazing designer. You would never think she's got right. a... Right, with Anthony Boudin, yep. same mm -hmm. time frame. Yep. Just yep. blew me away, both of those. It does. Yeah. It's very surprising. And then it's sad. Right. Because you're wondering, again, we didn't think that... We didn't know that she, right. she was right. suffering. Um, I love her mm -hmm. products. I love her outlook. I'm so glad you're doing this play, though. I Thank think that's you. fantastic. And we're going to help get the word out about that. Yeah. Thank that. you so much. Um, so we're very happy to have you here. And so today at the Atlanta Business League Super Tuesday, what are the takeaways that you're that you're gathering? Oh wow, um, collaboration. Um, I was just in a uh, one of the workshops that Mary was actually hosting. Yes, and she you did a just great job. what you said. You got to collaborate and don't be afraid to collaborate with other people and bring in help and build your team. And that's so awesome because that's what that's what I'm getting here and that's what I've done with this play. All of these women are in business. They are not just actors that you're seeing on, in Hollywood yet. But they all in business, and we've all come right. together to collaborate to make this happen. Wonderful. And that's what I'm getting from here that's as well. That's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Well, you can certainly count on my support. Thank you. And I have some others that I'm going to refer to you uh, that are amazing you know, therapists that are dealing in mental health every day. And I would also encourage you, listeners, that if you've not partaken, if you don't have it in your family, uh, in, a, in a type of... of uh, mental illness, go talk to some of the psychologists and go to the schools. Just reach out to co your community to find out what's going on right. and where can you assist. Right. Sometimes the discoveries of these mental health illnesses come simply because they had someone to talk to. Hello. So oh make yourselves avail available so whenever possible and don't just be so quick to blow people off and give them a platform yes. to Such express themselves. Absolutely. Thank Amazing. you so much. Is there anything else you would like to add? I mean, yes, the play I would is love for people to go to the website. It's dignityplay.com. Go there, get tickets. You can also uh, make a donation. How if much you are the tickets? Come. The tickets are $50. And, but we also will be screaming live, and that would be $5.99. You would just download the app Love. at livecanvasstudios.com, and you would be able to watch it from your phone if you can't be there. We do have two nonprofits that's attached to the project, which is Mentally Fit and Nicholas House. They are attached to the project as well because they do a lot of things in the community with mental right. illness and right. mental health. Our doctor on the staff is Dr. Nakima Harrison, 
and she is awesome. So she kind of stands in making sure that everything that I'm saying in the play is right. Because being a creative sure. writer, yes. you know, you're so writing and you're thinking, but I want to make sure that I was doing the right things. That's excellent. Tawanda was so proud of you. Thank yes. you, Mary. Thank you for bringing life to this situation. And thanks to all of you. We're so happy here at Super Tuesday. We've got great crowds, great great workshops going on, great leadership, and we're just having one great day here at the Atlanta Business League talking about the power of women. Love. Thank you so much for joining us. And as always, we're just signing off for now. We'll be back, so stay tuned. Afternoon. I'm Mary Parker, CEO of All in One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. With me today is Miss Sarah Smith. Good afternoon, road Mary. Road Solution. Yep. Solution Road. You got it. Either way. Either way, you're going to be on the road. Yeah, right, exactly. Sarah? On the road. And, and of course, <laughs> we've got Port here keeping Hi, Port. us on task with sound. Today, we are at the Atlanta Business League 34th year Super Tuesday celebration. And I'm so excited because this is my personal friend and she's also the founder of Super Tuesday, Miss Alice Bussy, a Bussy florist. Don't be fussy, called Bussy. Love. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. And I just remember when Mary was just finishing being a student on the board of OIC. Remember you oh, go God, way back? Yes, we go back 26 she, years. She hadn't even considered being in business. And just, can you imagine? Then when she decided to go in business, I said, Mary, you need to come volunteer with the Atlanta Business. You did. Wow. That many years ago. Such good advice. Yes. But I want everyone to know I am Alice White Bussett, co-owner of Bussett's Florist. Love. And my husband, James Bussett, started Bussett's Florist as a student, first-year student at Morehouse College in 1962. What an entrepreneur. Wow. Yes. So we've been around. We're old God, old school. Yes, yes. And we send flowers all over the world. We have trained to help five others open up flower shops. We wanted to build capacity for us to do worldwide service. So we... We put Joe Eden in bloom. We also teach. <laughs> and we, we have brilliant at Spelman College for over six years in floriculture. Wow. wow. It was very unique and different because the, the schools were not producing individuals for us to work throughout our industry. Uh -huh. So we organized florists all over the state wow. and in the country wow. and set up a process for us to use each other. Wow. So, and that's how I was able to look at major accounts with companies like Coca-Cola and others, because I assured them if they used my shop, yeah. that I could get them business with other minorities all over the world. You are a smart lady. Wow, that is, and so it is just <laughs> absolutely incredible, Alice, Hello. And that, beautiful. that Hello. you, because you're such a forward thinker, yeah. that you came up with a, a a platform, a forum, where women, especially African-American women, would be displayed or and recognized by forming the Super Tuesday celebration that we are here for today, 34 years ago. Talk to us about that origin and how did you come up with that? 
Well, what happened, I was at one time working in the federal system and having to manage federal policies, like the Title VII of the Civil Rights Act. I knew in the 21st century, black women in particular would not have the opportunities that the Civil Rights Movement had afforded us if there was not a special effort put forward to find us. So I decided as the first female president of the Atlanta Business League, having been founded by Booker T. Washington in 1900, wow. we did wow. not have a force of black women to be seen or known where they are. So Super Tuesday was created at, at our business, Blessed Florist. And, and talk we, about a legacy. This is hit, that's history. It's so it's so exciting. Get the best hotel down downtown. That was the Rich Carlton Hotel. Hello. With the Peachtree Plaza Hotel, and Blessed Flores was the underwriter for all of this. Love. So we wanted women to be able to walk through the doors. Those who were home based, uh, who had children. We wanted the presidents of colleges. We wanted the police chief. And uh, we had all women, we researched and had over 450 women wow. that one day to come downtown Atlanta. And we had sessions, seminars. We also looked at, I attended a lot of functions, banquets, but I never saw a black woman at the head table. Wow. So I decided to create a showcase of black women to sit at the head table. 100 black women, so I had to research and recruit. And the chair of the board and others on the board really thought I was from another planet. <laughs> but a I good said planet. I wanted 100 <laughs> black planet. women to sit at the head table. And it took me some time, but I found those black of women. Of course, you, you sure did. did. And, and you continue to yes, replenish, you continue yes. to replenish every year. And I'm going to tell you, of course, you know that I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> When I moved to Atlanta, I met a lady, mistakenly by misdialing a number, my Katie, Katie Daniels, <laughs> and uh, we became best friends. She was, she was like my godmother. She died at 96, at, in 1985. She left me five assignments, but before my assignment, I had to make her a commitment that I would always be a part of the Atlanta Business League. There you go. And her recognition for me was to become one of those 100 women. Isn't that and I'm so grateful that she lived to witness that. Now there was still, I still have one more task to complete that she left me responsible for. But even in writing my book, you know, I heard her voice from the grave and I had to get it done. That's a great story. Do you know how significant that is? Because I was able to go get, uh, get women who were the police chief, Zanona yes. Clayton, yes. the judge of the courts, who recessed that course just to be here because wow. they had not seen black women together nor had they come together and we methodically put them together. It wasn't just coming in the room. Right. But that's why the 100 Women of Influence was created. Amazing. And it, it is maintained to this day because of the connectivity from one generation to the next. That's and right. And the recognition of those who came before us for being pioneers yes, to make yes. things happen. Wow. I love how brave, well, I don't even know if you are afraid. If you were afraid, you just did it. 
doesn't like fearless. yeah it's she seems fe yeah fearless. she just she's she's fearless yeah but she's that's also so very uh, she's a fearful woman as well yeah and and I love and love she love. She looks this so woman. sweet. Look at her smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now don't let the smile mistake her. She's always going to be smiling. Now I want to take you to something. During the session, you made a comment about being on the board of Taste Blast. I want to uh, hear more Blast. about that. Mm. Tell it's us a little bit more. Interesting. I was. I hope you know what Taste Blast is. That's another opportunity for the special oh, local option sales tax that was created in DeKalb County. Uh, and voted on last November. Yep. It's the first of its kind for the county of 740,000 population. There are 12 cities within the county. And what happened, there was a need for funds because when all those cities were created on the north end of the county, right. it, it took away monies for the whole county to operate. Right. So the CEO at that time, Lee May, put together, it took him three years a law to create the splash and those funds had to be designated basically for unincorporated decay which is south yeah so for the first time in history we have 636 million dollars that will be collected over the next six years that will go into an area that has been traditionally neglected and what that would do yeah. i was able to look at well when I walked in that room and I was appointed to be on that splash committee, I was the only female wow. of the nine. That And I could not believe that because we have other commissioners and all who are female, but I happen to be the only female. So I had to decide to strategically look at how I was going to ensure that funds came into my neighborhood yeah. and they also came into the businesses that was for the area. So I started with the parks. So I was able to be the advocate for $40 billion that have been identified for every park in the Cab County. Brilliant. Wow. So we need those who are in business, those who want opportunity to help elevate our parks and clean them up and maintain them, their opportunities. There is a meeting on Thursday, the 4th of October, at 6.30 p.m. at the Maloof Auditorium in downtown Nakeda, where you can attend that session to talk about it and find out how opportunity exists. But what the CEO now, Michael Thurman, did, mm -hmm. he created a 20% set-aside for minorities for the whole county. Wow. DeKalb County is the most diverse county in the state of Georgia. Yep. And Alice, uh is that for the local business participation of DeKalb County, the 20% set aside, or is it just minority, female, that whole category? If you are certified business, uh, want to be certified, you can get certified with the county. You do not have to live in the county to do that business. So I have been looking worldwide for women-owned business with experience to be certified, and they can go online and uh, get certified. So it is a rare opportunity for us, so especially women in construction and fire services, police, they have a special uh, outreach effort going uh, right now for people to be hired with the county in police and fire. There's a shortage of black female in particular right, right. to be hired. So black women are definitely needed at all levels of the county procurement and contract activity. 
And we want to make sure that the public knows that we are in business to make sure that these dollars are reinvested in the areas intended and that's in the unincorporated areas of the Grant right. County. Right. Well, Alice, I'm sure they knew or they thought they knew what they were doing when they appointed you on that committee. But if you're listening to me today, I can assure you of this one thing. You may have made one of the best decisions as it relates to that project by bringing on none other than Miss Alice White Bussey. Hello. You. And uh, you. Alice, you are so well-versed in yes. everything. Well, when it comes you. to business, when it comes to African-Americans, when it comes to you know, uh, collaboration and, and the Atlanta Business League, you are just, you're so valuable. Well, and you. I would like, personally, I would like to see the spotlight shone on you a little mm -hmm. bit more because you are absolutely one of our legends in the city of Atlanta, though you're by way of DeKalb County. So I'm going to spend some time with you, and um, you need to have your book. You need to write a book. You really do. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be getting back together. So this has been a wonderful, wonderful interview. And thank you. We Amazing. could have done the whole session with you yep. and not come up short. <laughs> thank you, Mary. But we must move on. We've got a few more interviews. Lunch is awaiting us. Yes. I want to thank you again for being here. We are again. We are at the magnificent Marriott Marquis Hotel with the Atlanta Business League celebrating women. As uh, today's theme is one great day, woman power. So thank you. Stay tuned. We're not gone. We'll be back. I'm Mary Parker, CEO of All-in-One Security and your host of the Chick in Charge podcast. We're broadcasting live today here at the magnificent Atlanta Marriott Marquis. And I've got Sarah Smith. Good afternoon, Mary. With me, Solution Rose, <laughs> and of course, Port Wilson. Port. But you know, we were, we were almost finished today. And someone caught my attention and said, we have in the house a history maker. Hello. And we have with us Miss Leela Foley Davis is the first African-American elected as mayor of any city. So female. I, female. Yeah. And I want you to tell us all about that experience. Thank you. First, let me thank you. It is an honor for you to squeeze me in. And I like that. I like people who can do things right on the spot. Well, you know the name of this show is The Chick in Charge, and she can Chick do that. In charge. Congratulations. <laughs> to those of you who do not know me, I am Leela Foley Davis, and I come from the metropolis of Taft, Oklahoma, Hello. Taft, America. It's a population of 560 people. When I was elected in 1973 as the first black female mayor in the United States, I have gone across the country. I've met three presidents. I was invited to the White House by Gerald Ford in 1974 as Oklahoma's outstanding young woman and one of 10 America's outstanding young women. Wow. I was invited to the White House and the other girls was talking about the dog that was running around in the White House and I told President Ford, President Ford, I did not come to Washington to talk to you about a dog. 
I would like to talk to you about some housing. And thankful we received 24 rural rental houses up under the Gerald Ford administration. Oh, well, I let's just say, let's give Gerald Ford kudos because he was my neighbor in Grand Rapids, kudos Michigan. Kudos to Gerald Ford. <laughs> I met Wonderful. Jimmy Carter as one of 50 black mayors uh, he invited to the White House to uh, wine and dine with him. Love. And in 2011, I had a cousin, Major Ron Milam, who was killed at the Pentagon in the 9-11, and President Barack Obama invited us to the graves, Pentagon grave site. Wow. wow. He kissed me on the cheek, Miss Chip, and I didn't want to wash my face. I can I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful story. And so what Love. bring you to Atlanta today? Uh, Mrs. Uh, Precious. Anderson invited me here. And that she is notice, precious. On a short note. I am the mother of five children. I went from the mayor's role, from the welfare role to the mayor's role. Wow. I was on welfare with five babies born out of wedlock. And I was ridiculed. I needed the Me Too movement back then. Right. But unfortunately, I, Miss Chick, I didn't have anybody. I had to suffer through by myself and thank God I believe in God Amen. I have the faith I know who I am because I will not let anyone define me because I define my own self and going from door to door with five babies I can remember so very well when a lady in a little polka dot blue dress Miss Chick slammed the door in my face and said, who want the high, who want a person in the highest office in town with five babies born on welfare? I closed, she closed the door, and I just kept right on moving. Ain't Went no. on to the next door. Went on to the next door. That's the way a chicken charge would do things. That's right. And I went on, and those who said it couldn't be done, I said it could. Right. And I have sit down with three presidents. Wow. And because you said you could, you did. Right? I did. And we I opened the doors you. for other women across the America. Not just for black women, but for all women. You all women you. need to get involved. Yes. And we need to get involved. And I'm still on the council. Uh, decades later, I am still a trustee now on the city council, and I stay there because someone has to pave the way for the young people. Oh, I love it. I yep. love it. It's not so, how many times you, it, it's not when you fall down, it's how many times you get back up. How many times you get yep. back up. That yep. is absolutely amazing. Ugh. I could spend the whole day talking with you. And, and you got a story. Have you written your book? No, I'm getting ready. To okay, good. Okay. That's getting what I want good. to hear. That's I'm exactly getting ready what I want to, to hear. And because I can see there's still lots of fire left in you. And ladies, I'm sure that Miss Davis has a lot to tell us. As shall I continue to call you Mayor Davis? That's because fine. that is your once name. A mayor, yep. You're always, always a mayor. mayor Davis. Once please. a president, you're always. That's a correct. President. Please accept that. And once that. a Miss Chick, you're always a. Oh, now Hello. that just closed. That's down. <laughs> okay. You, you're something else. We're going to bring you back. Yes. So we're oh going to get goodness. all of your, or either that, or we'll come to your community. Okay. We'd like to I see how you that. are doing there. I just okay. know you are a jewel within the community. I try. Thank to be. you so much for being here, and you have certainly been the highlight.
of our show today. Yep. Thank you. And yep. we'll Thank talk you for soon. having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Continue Thank to you. enjoy the conference. Thank you. Sarah Port, you know, today would never happen without the two of you. Thank you, you so much for all that you've done today. We've all been up early, but you got here, got everything set up. You've done a fantastic job. We here at Super are your Tuesday. team, Mary. And a We're team well, up. I mean, a, I have the best team in the world, audience. I really up. do. Okay, thank you so much. Now, we are signing off here at the magnificent Atlanta Marriott Marquee and Atlanta Business League celebrating Super Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. We are signing off now, but stay tuned. We'll be back. Subscribe to The Chicken Charge at thechickincharge.com. Get a free download of Mary Parker's Tips for Success, tips that'll make short work of some of today's most challenging issues facing female business owners. Thanks for listening to The Chicken Charge. <music>